Hello everyone, how are you guys doing? This is Elias Kalejo at killitwithelias.com showing you how to kill it in your network marketing business and not just follow a leader but how to become one yourself. My friends, today I want to speak about two myths of network marketing and I want to debunk them if you will. I want to explain them kind of in detail because I think that these two myths are something, uh, are I, these two myths really kind of slow a lot of network marketers down and they become the demise of lots of other network marketers so I'll tell you that one of the greatest things about network marketing is that you are your own boss one of the worst things about network marketing is that you are your own boss and no one can truly tell you how to really work your business other than yourself you have upline leadership who could possibly show you the way who can you know suggest some great things but at the end of the day my friend um, you're really the only one who is going to really determine that success factor you know really determine that level of success they're gonna hit because you're the only one who's gonna really decide what actions you're gonna take so let's talk about the first one very quickly <clears throat> network marketing myth number one network marketing myth number one is if I can get all the leads that I can handle then all of my problems would be solved and that is an absolute myth and the reason why well let me just kind of go behind that one let's kind of dig into down a little bit now there's a lot of network marketers out there that think that if they could just get themselves in front of enough numbers then they'll be fine and that their problems will be solved and 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 and, and there's really nothing more that they nothing else that they need to do because now they got a ton of leads and really that's all they needed because if they get a bunch of leads and of course a bunch of those leads are gonna you know join their network marketing program well that couldn't be further from the truth and the reason why is because of this let me prove this to you if you had a thousand leads coming to your inbox okay you have to know how are you going to send them through a funnel what funnel do you send them through is that funnel of information is it truly persuasive is it a powerful funnel is it effective and more so can you close those people and then once you close them now your job is just beginning so now they join your network marketing program and now what how are you gonna help them get to a level of success how are we gonna help them get their first small win how are you going to get them you know, to start making money? And then more so, how are you going to get them to duplicate what they are doing? How are you going to get them to do uh, or, or, or teach and duplicate to their group what you're doing or what they're doing? So, you see, getting a ton of leads is, is, is a step, but it certainly isn't the entire you know, solution to the equation here. It's not the, you know, it's not the cure-all, end-all, if you will, right? Getting leads is just simply getting leads. Now, what do you do with those leads? So, you see, anyone can generate leads. Anyone can get prospects. It's not very hard. I can throw one video out on YouTube and get a ton of leads. Um, but that says nothing. Someone getting a 1,000 leads says nothing. Someone getting, you know, a handful of leads who get closed go through a funnel and create some massive duplication that says 
something. That says a lot of something. So it isn't really just creating leads or generating leads, getting prospects. It's, well, what do you do with them now? How do you move them through your funnel? Right? How do you close them? How do you get them engaged? How do you get their, not just enrollment, but how do you get their buy-in, right? So the, 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 the enrollment and the buy-in are two total separate things. We'll talk about that on another audio. But let's move on to the second myth. <clears throat> the second myth is something that I think a lot of, I would consider mid-level generals. You know, you have the low-level, mid-level, or should I say the beginning level, the mid-level, and then you have the high-level generals. Um, you know, the beginning level, the starter, you know, the starting generals, those are the ones who are just kind of getting into the game, who are just kind of got their feet wet. A handful of people, you know, five to ten people in their organization. Now, the mid-level generals are what, in, in my company, you would consider them, you know, like they're, they're called regional or national directors. Uh, the, they are really kind of the catapult of your business. They they are the catalyst, should I, should I say, of your business. They are the ones... That's really where a lot of the success lies. Like if 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 uh <clears throat> if you're not getting a lot of mid-level generals, then that means that your high-level generals aren't recruiting fast enough. That's all that means. So, you need to start creating more mid-level generals. You need to become one yourself if you're not there. Mid-level general, you're, you know, that's anywhere from 12, 15 people to about 100, right? So, you know, you know, 12, 15, 20 people to about 100. That's what we consider a mid-level general. One of the downfalls of these mid-level generals is this, and this is myth number two. <clears throat> My group isn't moving. I should just go and recruit a whole other group. Now, before I go ahead and say that that's an absolute myth and that's a lie, um, let me just address that. That actually is a double-edged sword. And the reason why is because, well, number one, you never want to stop recruiting anyway. You never stop recruiting. You always are in recruiting mode. Always in recruiting. Always in what we call phase one, right? As many network marketers, uh, you know, refer it to, refer to it. it. Phase one means that you are, that you are just in, in, in recruiting mode. I mean, you are doing the deal. I mean, you're absolutely doing it, right? Phase two is kind of like management mode, right? That's phase two is what they consider management. But you're not really recruiting. You're just kind of now helping, quote unquote, your group, and you're not really actually recruiting yourself. So that whole thing. Let's revisit that. Okay. So I'm a mid-level general. I have 15, 20 people to about 100, anywhere you know between that range. And it feels to me, it seems like nobody is moving. It feels like, you know, they're just not working. They're not recruiting. So do I, I I'm just going to leave them in the dust. I'm going to get out there and recruit a whole brand new group. Yes and no. Yes, as in, uh, you should be recruiting constantly anyway, because that's what we are. Let's make no mistake. That's what network markets are. We're recruiters and we are leaders. We recruit. We teach those new recruits how to lead. We lead them to success, and we continuously recruit again. So that's what we do. So you never stop recruiting anyway. But the second part to that 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 problem is <clears throat> if you have a group that isn't moving, if you have a group that hasn't yet seen, they haven't really seen the picture yet, then it's your job as a leader, right? It's your job as a leader to instill that personal development, 
help them see the big picture, help them get to those events. You need to lead them to the small wins, and then they'll get to the medium-sized wins, and then they'll get to the big wins. You need to you need to create that culture within your group. You need to show them that this is all part of a team. You need to lead them. So, yes and no. Yeah, you go and continuously recruit because that's what you should be doing anyway, but you don't leave your people in the dust. If your people aren't moving, you need to find out. You need to identify who your leaders are. You need to identify those who are hungry and those who want to run. You know, I think that it's, um, I've looked at this over and over and over and over and over again in this industry. And one of the biggest downfalls of these mid-level generals, right, is they don't know who to spend their time with. They don't know how to identify those who deserve their time. I'll say that again. One of the deaths of the mid-level general is they don't know who to spend their time with. They can't identify them. Let's talk about that real quickly. Let's talk about some of the identifying factors of who deserves their time. Obviously, the reason why I love events, the reason why I love the conventions, I love the big meetings, not because, oh, the rah-rah shishkumba is because I can identify now. I can see with my own two eyes. Not just over the phone, like, oh, yeah, I want to just tear this thing up. Yeah, I want to make this thing happen. I can, f- I can see with my own two eyes who deserves my time. That's the reason why I love those events. That's the only reason why I love these events. See, I'm going to get excited. Listen. When you're committed, when you're pumped about your opportunity, listen, you'll get as pumped on a dang phone call as you will at a dang stadium full of, you know, other promoters doing their thing. It's a different level of belief that now, you know, it's the belief level that really drives into you. But after you've been in the industry, been in the business now for a while, going to those events is not even a question. Listen, they're going to go to those events anyway. That's the reason why you're making money, all right? Because those who don't go to those events, they don't make any money. Okay, those who go, they make money. So you going—it's not even an option. So you're going to go anyway. Okay, uh, but as far as excited, are you going to get excited? Are you going to learn new things? Yeah, sure. You're going to learn new things at a different level. Yada yada yada. But really, what it does is it allows you to identify those who now deserve your time. It shows you their level of commitment. Now, for those who are just getting started in the business, they go to those events, I mean, and they get pumped. They get pumped to a whole different level, right? And so it's good for them. But for those of you who have been in the industry for a while now, for those of you who have been in the business, you've been to a couple of events, you've been to a few, listen, it's not even an option anymore. You're going to be there. Yeah, you're going to get excited. Yeah, you're going to learn new things. But that's how you're able to identify who deserves your time and who you should be spending your time with. So, number one myth was, right, if I get all the leads I can get, well, all my problems are solved. Well, that's BS. That's baloney. Because obviously, uh, getting a lead doesn't take a lot of skill. 
Although it takes some, it doesn't take a lot. I mean, you know what I mean? You know, any, uh, you know, any first or second grader can write a little sign on the street or something, you know, and uh, get a lead or two probably, right? Uh, any little kid could probably put up a little video, some teenager in high school, put up a video on YouTube and get a few leads. But you see, it takes now, it takes a different level of person now to close that lead, to really create that belief in that person, that hope, like, hey, listen, I can do this thing. I can make some money at this. I can actually make this thing work, All right? That takes a whole different type of skill, All right? So that's a myth. That's We've debunked that. That's done. Second one is, my group's not moving. I should just go and recruit a whole other organization. Yes and no. You should be recruiting anyway. And the second part is, well, no, you don't want to leave your people behind. You want to know who identify your, you know, identify who your leaders are, identify who wants to run. Now, let me just say this. Sometimes, sometimes you truly don't have any people who want to run. Like maybe you've, maybe you just recruited a whole bunch of proactive consumers, as I call them, right? Meaning they're just kind of like, yeah, they just maybe if you're, if your company like mine this is a three for free program, right? Maybe they just kind of want to get their product for free. Hey, maybe they want to just, maybe they want to make 50 bucks or a hundred bucks a month. Ah, they don't really care about the six figures. That's fine. Maybe you've got a group, an entire group like that. Maybe. If you got about 5, 10, 15, 20 people, 30 people, I don't know. Maybe that's the case. Some of them maybe dropped out. Some of them went cold. Maybe they don't really want to do the thing anymore. I, I, I don't know. Um, but when you've got, you know, when, when you've got a pretty sizable organization and, you know, for the mid-level general, anything over 15, 20 people, 30 people, anything over that, I mean, that's, that's a pretty sizable organization. I mean, you know, and, and I think it's pretty impossible to have an entire group like that, that big, that large, that not one or two people really truly want to run. So you obviously want to dig into that group fast enough so that you don't hit massive attrition. You, you, you want to dig into that group. You want to find out who those people are before it's too late. Because listen, timing is everything. A promoter gets into your business, a distrib- whatever you call them, distributor, promoter, affiliate, you know, yada, 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 that gets into your business, 72 hours later, usually their belief level is pretty extremely, what did they say, like 25%, uh, they, they get demotivated by 25% every 24 hours. So in th- three days, 72 hours, they're, they're pretty deflated already. So, you know, you want to get your new people you want to move on them. You want to act on it before it's too late. So that is kind of a pretty deep one. Um, that second part, that that second myth. You know, uh, no one's moving. I just I'm just going to start a whole brand new group. If you've got if you've got the guts to do that, then great. You should be doing it anyway. But you need to have the heart. You get not just the guts. You need to also have a heart to really truly care about your people. And that's truly, and, and, in, and, and in closing, let me just say, that's truly what really makes the successful network marketer. Those who have the heart. Not just those who have the guts, those who have the work ethic. Listen, there are a lot of hardworking people out there in network marketing who are going broke because they just don't have the heart for the people. You need to love on your people. You need to know that you've got to support them. You need to know that they are counting on you, their dreams, their hopes, their aspirations, their goals. A lot of them, you're really the only hope they have. And you got to have that heart. 
You can't just leave them in the dust and go ahead and move on. Are you perfect? Are you going to fall short sometimes? Sure you are. We all do. I do. Professionals in this industry do. We all do. Doesn't matter how much money you make. Doesn't matter how big of a group you have. Doesn't matter how experienced you are. So, someone's going to fall through the cracks somewhere. But it's your job to find those people who want to run. To, to try your best at all times. To try your best to serve with a servant-driven, with a with with a servant-driven leadership heart. Be a servant-driven leader. Have the heart for your people. And the best thing you can do for your organization is to teach them by example and to show them how a leader like yourself truly works the business. How someone like you truly leads from the front. That is the best thing you can do for your organization. So my friends, we've covered a lot of ground here today. We're winding down here very quick. And that is the beauty of this industry. The beauty of this industry is that you're able to truly work with people. And you notice that those two myths, yes, they're pretty heavy, but none of them are really worth anything unless you actually are working with people. You have to know that you got to love working with people. And that's how you become successful in this industry. So my friends, it is my wish that you get out there and kill it in your network marketing business. And not just follow a leader, but truly become one yourself. This is Elias Kalejo at killitwithelias.com, and we'll see you on the next thing.